<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking a lot this week about the uh, Houston Astros Single cheating uh, scandal, uh, and uh, we've not had a lot of we, we've had a lot of baseball writers, but we've not had any baseball players on to talk about it. Doug Glanville uh, played in the major league for a long time. Now he's an ESPN analyst. He joins us right now. Hey, Doug, how are you, man? I'm doing great. Great to be on. Yeah, everybody's kind of gone quiet. Not a lot of players uh, commenting on what has uh, taken place. Uh, not a lot of players tweeting about it. Uh, give us kind of your 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 overall view of of what's taken place. Yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's huge. And well, when you when you're talking about the players, part of the challenge is is the code, right? And Inside locker rooms, I remember playing with Wayne Gomes in Philadelphia, and he said, I wouldn't reveal the type of orange juice my teammate drinks to the public. And they're very concerned about privacy, especially when it comes to others. And when the team acts collectively like that, they can get very insulated against outing things like this that are plaguing the integrity of the game. So you're going to see a lot of silence. And you know, how this information was gathered, you know, whether it was you know, granting immunity to players and whether and the union issues about why it's hard to punish these players because two years later they're now with other teams under contract. It's, it's a very complicated situation, and players don't want to navigate those waters um, because they know that there's an aspect of it that they're not sure exactly if their house is clean, right? So if I'm calling you out over in Houston and I'm not really sure what I'm doing over here, uh, because a lot of this stuff happens underground. So, uh, they're, you know, they're conflicted, and I don't think they really know exactly what position to take without getting vilified. Yeah, Doug, that was going to be my question. Like, if you're a guy on the, on the roster, is it possible to go through a season and you're, you know, you got teammates or, you know, 10, 12, whatever teammates doing this and not know? No, I, I don't yeah. think it's, I don't think it's possible. I mean, you, you know, I mean, you look at the steroid era and that was a little bit, more underground because there was sort of a culture of players that were using and then others that weren't, and they didn't really cross paths a lot. But you had suspicions, you wondered about guys coming into spring training and all those things. But but this is something that is coordinated. We look at the Astros situation, that as a unit collectively, so this is how our offense is going to operate in these, in these circumstances. So, uh, you know, you look at, think about Mike Fires, right? Mike Fires is a pitcher. So if you're a pitcher on a team that's taking advantage of pitchers like this, you're you're very conflicted. Yeah, your team might be winning, but you know one day you're going to pitch against these guys. <laughs> you're like, one day I'm not going to be in Houston forever. And it's, it's got to be appalling at the same time because he knows every pitcher that goes against the Astros in this particular case could have been him. So it, it makes sense to me that a pitcher be the one to be offended by this to the level that they might go public because they're the ones that are getting, they're not really beneficiaries of the system other than being on that team with that kind of offense. Doug, do you think that uh, baseball should vacate that World Series title in 2017 from the Astros? You know, it, I haven't given it deep thought. I know there's problems with that. From a, from a moral compass standpoint, that makes sense. You know, there's, but you know, the business of baseball can't operate exactly like that because, for example, to get a lot of this information, players were kind of off limits, even though they're the ones who actually acted on these, right, for example. So it's, it's, we're not going to get a fair solution, but what you have to do from here is you, you have to go forward and try to revamp the system to a certain degree because you have to 
you have to have a game that rewards fair play. You have to have a game. And right now, when you have these situations with PEDs, gambling, whatever, you're starting to reward the best pharmacist in PEDs, the best espionage company in the sign stealing. You start to get away from actually what counts about fair play. And, you know, I I know, you know, the Astros are not the only team. Come on. The Astros are not the only team. It's, It's comforting to get, oh, let's get rid of these bad actors. But a lot of times, the, you know, the corporate structure might say, well, I'm going to watch them. Let's see if the lines are redrawn to accept this behavior before I start, you know, calling it out. And then if it does, I'm going to replicate it, actually, because it's working. That's why the Astros were able to do it and pull it off. But there's a, always a culture of sign stealing. And most of it is legal because I can look at you and see that you're tipping your shoulder when you try to pick me off at first. I know when you're going to throw a curveball so I can steal third. All that's legit. You can watch video later on it. It's the real-time use of technology or abuse of technology to which what changed this whole equation. And that's why it's gone off the rails. Uh, baseball analyst and uh, for ESPN and former major leaguer Doug Glanville is with us, Mason and Ireland show ESPN LA. So yesterday we, we kind of went through the banging of the trash cans, uh, part of this story. <laughs> yes, yesterday we hit the, uh, are these guys wearing buzzers to indicate when they're going to see a fastball, when they're going to see a breaking ball? Do you buy that as, as a possibility? I mean, it, 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 I'd buy it as a possibility. I, I think there's a lot of certainly pushback. Major League Baseball said, well, we did look into this. You know, I don't know. The, the, the fact is, once you start getting systems and you're 10 steps ahead of your opponent, I'm sure it's very addictive to just keep going and trying to find ways ahead. And you think about the Astros, right? Three straight years lost 100 games. They were a doormat. They, you know, Jeff Luna revolutionized things to come up with value plays and draft and follow all these things. So when they got there, they, they were holding on, held on with claws. And you could see that once they got to the certain space, things started unravel in terms of them following these rules. And, and it's not the first team and it's not going to be the last team. Uh, but there, there's, the league is just facing this crisis, in my opinion, because, you know, what are you going to do when, all right, I played baseball in the PED era and when you cannot acquire things by following the rules and, and playing by, playing fairly, then you have a problem because you can buy trophies now or you can juice your way to records or hit more home runs or you can now, in this case... But, Doug, isn't it fair to say that this scandal is worse, that that, uh, knowing what pitch is coming is a bigger advantage than PEDs? Well, okay, if I speak as a player, it's it's two lines, right? Okay, PEDs, what did that do? Well, if I come up in the system, I'm a center fielder, and the center fielders now are expected to hit 50 home runs, then I have a career-ending situation. Right, so that's right in my face. Sign stealing from a yeah from an individual standpoint. Okay, pitchers are getting knocked around every time they play this team, but that's, that could be much more of a subset than the whole league shifting the expectation that second baseman hit forty home runs. So that so it depends how you look at it. Or or a guy forty years old throwing hundred miles an hour, right? So so that's that's the box I look from the player standpoint. But yes, on a larger scale from the game standpoint, or I'm going to beat you in the World Series in Game 7 type of thing, then yes, you have an issue because right then and there, it's completely tilting the landscape completely towards the pitchers getting beat down because they're giving up signs. It's espionage, you're spying on the team, you're violating trust, so that's a, a different kind of bigger issue. So you, know, you have to look at it from the different vantage point, but for the game, they have 
very different implications, both serious and both, to me, create existential crisis when it comes to people believing that this game is legit. Doug, put yourself in the position of, you know, somebody like Clayton Kershaw or you Darvish or some of these guys who, you know, were sort of yeah. in theory victimized in, in this 2017 series and, and the impact that it's had on how we see their careers. What would you be feeling if, you know, if you would participate, you were a pitcher in that series and you found out this information now? Well, assuming, assuming that the people who played clean on the other side, there's, there's a bottomless pit in your stomach because you think about what these players, you know, I'm, doing, I'm taking the pure lane here. Okay. Your eyes super clean. And, you know, you worked your whole career. You battled through injuries. You rehabbed. You got traded. You left your family. You divorced. You went through all this stuff for this game, right? For this career. You made sacrifices. You built the team and it comes down to this moment. And this team has this ridiculous advantage. I mean, so yes, I, you know, I tweeted out something about, you know, the, there's always this camp out there. Well, you still have to hit the ball. Yeah, well, yeah, you do, but everybody's in the major leagues here. We're not, we're not talking about a high school kid. We're talking about major league players that are microscopically different. Okay, there's, there's hardly a different in that stratosphere. And you give someone one extra pitch to work with, one extra foul ball, one other slight thing to hit the ball 10 more feet, you've completely changed the landscape of the competition. So, yeah, I'd be devastated. Because, you know, Kershaw is a good example of all the time, like, were, were people stealing his signs? You begin to wonder against the Cardinals, all these teams, like, what was happening there? Maybe it wasn't electronic, but, but you know, those things, you know, start to make you look at your career differently. And when you can't look at the, the treasures of the game, the records, the history, through a lens that you realize was acquired fairly, you have a major problem. Here's what's aggravating to me today as a Dodger fan, and I was at all seven of those uh, games in the 2017 World Series, including that 13-12 to game uh, in Game 5 uh, at Minute Maid. Um, I don't feel like baseball is telling the whole truth. I feel like we're getting a very sanitized version of what really went on. We've got the broad strokes, but don't you think that Manfred and Major League Baseball owe fans the full story? Well, they're gonna, they have to make that decision. This is sort of where the business comes in play. You know, because, alright, let's take PEDs. If, you know, and I read this great book, by the way, all listeners, Baseball Cop. It's, 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 it's intense, right? But check it out. Okay. It gives you a sense of how the, the drug investigation. But when you look at it, they want to control, of course, this process because you, they don't know where the bottom is, right? I mean, what would happen if like, oh, 25 teams, you know, I mean, so, they're careful because they want to make sure the information is controlled and rolled out in a way and that they can actually do something to right the ship without having to out every single last person. Because right, you do the Red Sox investigation. Oh, you found out that this team did this too. Oh, and then you go on that. I mean, you'll be investigating the rest of the time. And that's not necessarily good for, quote, unquote, the business of baseball. So just like with PEDs, like, how deep are you going to go? How deep? Every single, like, all these major players that were stars of what I played, Got caught up in this PED, correct? Either allegations or actually been proven. Yes, that's that's not very good for the sport. So that's why you're going to see a very careful and measured. But I do think a lot more transparency needs to transpire. And I I have this thing that maybe you need like some sort of protection of a player being able to see this and be able to tell the league without certain repercussions. That's tough because you have this giant code that makes everybody fall silent, just like you talked about earlier. 
At this point, the code of baseball, the code of baseball says that, uh, you know, you shouldn't step out of the batter's box and, and trot when you have a home run and whatnot. But then you have these guys who, I mean, they, they break the code of baseball to go out of their way to cheat. So it's just, at this point, does it kind of seem a little bit confusing exactly what the code of baseball is? That's, I mean, that's a great point. And, and, but I do think it, the centerpiece of that is that you're protecting your team. Like you, you all, you all are in it. And once maybe, you know, from the standpoint of the science feeling, for example. But then now all of a sudden now you're, you're compromised because, like, what do you say? You gotta, you're going to sit there during game one of the World Series, an Astro player is going to go, you know what, hey, we've been cheating all lot. Not going to happen. They're not going to – they're going to just, like, go through it and just keep their mouth shut. And and some of that is – or we have this whole stick-to-sports kind of idea. You hear it more in the political landscape, but it also applies to you talking about this moral compass – vis-a-vis your team and, and how that all of a sudden now, you know, Mike Fires may have gone out there, but now teams, despite him being right, are looking at it. Well, you know, can I trust this guy? Because, you know, we, nobody's, nobody's house is clean. Totally. Right. Nobody's house. So, so there is. Wait, on this particular issue, nobody's house. Do you think other teams are using technology, have cameras somewhere, have buzzers or, uh, have trash cans or whistles or whatever it is? I'm just saying, it wouldn't shock me. I, I don't know. I, I can't give you anything verifiable, but my first instinct is like, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty, you know, just like with PEDs, like, do you think we got everybody? <laughs> Come on. There's no way. There's no way. But as a so, fan, I want to, I mean, as as fans, because we, we spent money on that 2017 World Series. Right. Uh, yeah. It had been 26 yeah. years since we won the World Championship. Right. And fans in Los Angeles, and this isn't about the players necessarily, this is about the fans. The fans want the full story here. Right. Right. Well, I, I agree. And, and I mean, let's just walk through this slowly. And I know, you know, we have limited time, but sign stealing is part of the game. Let's yes. just start you there. It's part of the game. If that's why you have signs. Yeah. I mean, I, I worked in, I worked in minor league baseball, Doug. Uh, there was, a, there was right. uh, several people that were really good at it on every single team. Right. And it was, it was commonplace for guys to try to steal signs. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it, actually, by the way. Okay. There's nothing wrong. Like if I'm, if you're a catcher, and you're crouching higher because you're, a curveball's coming, and I'm on first, I'm stealing second. Yep. Like, you're tipping it off. So it's your job to be deceptive. Just like a pitcher's trying to trick you with a curveball, that's baseball. Now, the problem is te- technology. Now, why the league was like, had an honor system and the replay, ironically, you went to get replay to get the calls right, and you opened up Pandora's box because people abused it, right? So I could see the progression happening. It should not have been shocking that this progression would happen, given that people are already stealing signs. Now you have technology, yes. So I, I, it's not surprising, and therefore I don't think the Astros are some magical only team that thought of this or tried it. Maybe they just executed it really well in 2017. I'm not trying to create an epidemic for the game, but I'm sure there's a lot of teams going, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute now, we got to step we, we got we got to regroup here. Now that we see, you know, people are a little bit shell-shocked, I'm sure. And, but, but on the ground, a lot of players know. They, they always talk like, you know, this team's doing this, this team's doing that. There, there's knowledge. Doug, I'm going to go a little bit long on this. I want to I play something for you because uh, I think okay. baseball has done a really bad job of investigating this situation. Um, right. I, I want to take you back to uh, 2017. Of course, Carlos Beltran was on that Astros roster in that dugout. He was a special right. assistant to the Yankees in 2019. The Red Sox okay. and the Yankees played a series in London 
near the start of the 2019 season. And after the series, here's what an interview that Alex Cora gave about Carlos Beltran. And I'm not saying, you know, devices, all that stuff. It's just stuff. He talked about stuff. I was joking with somebody that their biggest free agent acquisition is Carlos Beltran. Uh, you know, he... I know how it works, you know. He, he, he's helping a lot. You know, they're, they're paying attention to details, and we have to clear, clean our details. Uh, it was eye-opening the last two days uh, from top to bottom. And I'm not saying, you know, devices and all that stuff. It's just stuff that the game will dictate and will scream at people. And it's right there. And uh, throughout the evening, you know, I was, I was looking. And there was no investigation at that point, despite the fact that Alex Cora referenced devices and stuff. That's why I think baseball has been coming from behind on this investigation from the very beginning. Right. Well, you know, once it, once I heard the word honor system and the replay, that that starts you behind. And and when you're in this hyper competitive landscape, players they're going to try stuff. They're going to try stuff, and they're going to see where the lines are drawn and find out if they can redraw them, or they're going to have to back back off. And by then, as you mentioned, you know, we're two years removed now. What are the consequences? The players, you know, they're they're immune and and they're on different teams under contracts. The union, it's just it's like impossible to sort of get at everything, right? Because you're just trying to, the leagues just say, all right, I'm going to try to take it at the top level. But did they miss miss the opportunity early on to manage this technology better? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and so, yeah, you try to, like, okay, sign stealing is part of the game. I played with a pitcher uh, and Paul Bird, and I played with Paul Bird, who gave the signs himself because he couldn't see that well. So the catcher's signs were completely decoys. They didn't, they, they didn't mean anything. They didn't mean anything. Bobby Abreu was amazing at it, so he he actually picked it up. We were teammates then, but you can imagine that's that's the type of stuff that now going forward you're going to need Apple watches or something else because it's archaic anyway to give the finger sign. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm a traditionalist, but that's not going to last. That's that's like game set match over. You're going to have to move to something that's you know more foolproof. And but believe me, there'll be somebody hacking through Siri to get your iPhone. You know, so it's going to keep going. Uh, it's no shock in this type of environment. The league just has to do a better job to, like you said, transparency and figure out a way to get ahead of it a little more because they should not have been blindsided by this. All right. Hey, Doug, thank you very much for uh, spending some time. I know it's a Friday and everybody likes to get down early on a Friday, so we appreciate you uh, waiting out for us. Yeah, thanks for giving me so much time. Appreciate it. Cool, man. All right, there's Doug Glanville, former major leaguer, uh, and now an ESPN baseball analyst. This... When you hear a player kind of talk about this and like what goes into it and like the idea that, you know, guys, you know what's going on in your locker yep. room. You know, the, the culture that keeps you get to be quiet, but the culture that gets you to cheat, the call is, oh, there are so many levels to this. Yeah, there are. There are. Um, all right. Mason in Ireland, ESPN LA. Hey, 